everyone. Hello. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. We're Hello. here. <laughs> Hi. I, I like, am Charles D. Lincoln. That's Charles D. Lincoln. I'm Chelsea Liswaje. Um uh yeah, no, I'm Chelsea Lesage. This is Beyond the Bell. I feel like we're like welcoming them welcoming them to like a like wife swap swingers party and it's really freaking me out. <laughs> why why would you think that? Um, I have no experience whatsoever. <laughs> nay, nay. I mean, I'm not saying I'm not saying that I have I haven't been to those, but I don't know what about our tone makes that sound like know. that. I don't know because I have no experience whatsoever. Yes, yeah, so this Although is a women's fairness, wrestling anytime, podcast. Anytime I've ever been to those things, I've been drunk, so maybe I do sound like that. I don't know. <laughs> I don't no, it's always like the host who's like. Welcome. Here's the lounge. Please disrobe in this room. See, I'm see. Thankfully, I've never had that. I've had. I told you about the one. The one I went to though, where there was a woman who, um, this English dude had like this uh, building in Midtown, um, and he was getting deported. So he just had like this big, you know, porn party, um, mm-hmm. in this, you know, in in like the top three floors of the building. And his wife was there, and his wife, I'm sure, had been hot in like 1983. Uh huh. But it was not 1983 anymore. And now it was just kind of sad that this like middle aged woman was like running around naked offering blowjobs to like literally every man who walked in the room. It's going to be me someday. (laughs) Except I'll never stop being hot. Yeah, well, you know, keep uh, keep dreaming the dream, I guess. I am. Anyway, <laughs> yes, California dreaming because yeah. all the leaves are gray and the sky is brown. <laughs> nope, that's not okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so this is Beyond the Bell. We talk about women's wrestling and swinger parties. Yes. And yes. Harvey Weinstein. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. That's the other podcast we've. Yes. So, um, let's talk um, briefly about the uh, the last week of women's wrestling. Um, I also should note, by the way, something that um, I'll probably forget about it if I don't, if because uh, it happened this week, um, if I don't mention it. But um, you know how they happened the Owen Hart tournament in uh, in AEW. Mm-hmm. Um, well, they announced that Sheeta has been taken out of the tournament because she's injured. Oh. They said that she's been injured from her match with Serena Deeb, right? Mm-hmm. When that news posted, um, Sheeta went on Twitter and posted what? And said, I've wrestled four matches in Japan. I'm not injured. Huh. What? So I don't know if they decided to just go with a storyline and not tell her that she's suddenly out of the tournament, even though she's in it. Like... What? Yeah. That's some fucked up shit. They just made the announcement that, oh yeah, Sheeta's not in the tournament anymore. Chris Statlander's replacing her because she's injured. And wow. Sheeta, like I said, went on, went on Twitter and is like, I'm not injured. I've wrestled four matches since then. Wow. And was just like, I guess this is what Japanese wrestling means to them. That's crazy. Yeah. So, you know, I don't know if, like, Tony Khan is just on so much Adderall that he, like, forgot to tell Sheeta that he was taking her out of the storyline. That's fucked up. Yeah. So, you know, I don't know. Like, I was, I was like, that's super unprofessional to do to her. 
Yeah, that's fucked up. Yeah. I don't smell bad. I'm smelling so, my armpits. I don't smell bad. Yes, that's messed up. Okay. Yes. So, anyway, let's get to, uh, let's go to uh, last week's wrestling. Let's go to Monday Night Raw. 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 Um, where... Actually, you know what? what? No, 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 no. We're not going to go to Raw. Because, you know what? Last week, we kind of ended on, like, the biggest downer note. So... <laughs> Let's okay. go back to going from worst to first instead of in chronological order. All right. I love that. All right. So um, I would say AW Dynamite was the worst thing this week. <laughs> We're so mean. Let's uh, go to that. Uh, no, you know what's mean is making these is making Tony Storm and Jamie Hayter do these segments that make me hate them. Oh, I know. And like, this is not OK. No, what? Who? Who is thinking that this is a good idea to have Tony Storm stand there not talking, while Britt Baker and Jamie Hayter talk shit about her, and then she just kind of nods her head when Ruby Soho says shit? Yeah, I don't know. She's really good on the mic, so I don't understand. Like, did Tony Storm? Did the did the WWE make her leave her voice behind on SmackDown? Like, what Probably. happened? Probably exactly? like that's that's under contract. Like they still have that. Yeah, like so. So I guess is is Ursula the uh, head of talent relations now at um, yeah. WWE? <laughs> so until Tony Storm finds finds love, she cannot. <laughs> yes, this is the Little Mermaid, but Tony's but down yes. under. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Well, I mean, down under the sea. There, see, there you go. It's down a, under the sea. Yes, she is literally the Little Mermaid. So Brilliant. please, Tony. Yes, Sebastian uh, and uh, they're all they all miss you. Um, yes, they do. Yeah, so this is dumb. They can't have physicality. And I'm like, so what else are they supposed to do? Can't have physicality. Won't even let Tony Storm speak. Like, what, I don't I don't get it. It's dumb. Yeah, it's taking four women that I enjoy watching wrestle and making me hate all four of them. Yeah. No, I'm with you. I'm with you. Yeah. Now, speaking of awful segments, let's go to the Varsity Bond, the Varsity Blondes promo. Um, Holy the fuck. Yeah, that was really just, that was probably, that was probably the worst thing I've ever seen in my entire life. Do you know that's what Jim Cornette actually said? Are you serious? That this is the, one of the worst things he's seen in probably about 10, 20 years. Just the, seg- the segment or the whole like thing with the House of Black, too? The segment. The yeah, whole, the, no, the whole segment horrible. with the Varsity. Yeah. It was horrible. I just, like, I wrote, wow, this is dumb. I wrote, this is bad. I'm <laughs> reconsidering AEW right now. Um, yes. <laughs> I feel like, like I'm always reconsidering AEW, though. Like, it lives on that precipice. They call out the House of Black, and, you know, Malachi Black has such a cool look about him. He's so And cool. then he has the dumb, the dumb-looking dude in the ski mask with him. Yeah, and then just, the big, looks, and then the big, the big, um, the big redheaded guy from Game of Thrones. <laughs> ah, do you do you want to know the redheaded dude? Uh, Buddy Matthews is actually Rhea Ripley's boyfriend. Aw, cute. Yeah, yeah, he's also from Australia, but you wouldn't know because they don't let him speak. No, he's from <laughs> Game of Thrones. But um, yeah. but yeah, it's like the guy in the ski mask, his Brody King, his he throws off the whole aesthetic. Because he just looks like their husky metalhead friend. Yeah, it was, it's like, like they were like, okay, you can come too. Yeah, like, 
you know, it's like you've got like the cool Satanist looking wizard dude and then his metalhead friend. So cool. So cool. Yeah. So fucking awesome. Like really happy to see that. Isn't it weird that both of their girlfriend, uh, I'm sorry, both of their um, significant others are on Raw? And they're in AEW? Yeah. um, Malachi Black's um, uh, wife is Zelina Vega. What? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, uh, Malachi Black's wife is Zelina Vega, and Buddy Matthews' girlfriend is Rhea Ripley. It's fucking wild. Yeah. So, um, also... Jim Ross, don't say look at her little lips. Yeah. What, what was the up fuck? With that? You sound you sound like a guy who like, you know, runs a fucking child beauty pageant and takes advantage of the fucking like kids of in it the or kids, something. Yeah. And you say like Yeah, when you say stuff like that. And you know, and that's why you probably should write a song about how you were not gonna molest the kids. Anyway. An <laughs> always <laughs> sunny reference. Nice. <laughs> anyway. I'm like, I know but that yeah, one. Yeah, so Malachi gives her a chair. (sighs) She looks like she can barely hold it up. (laughs) Yeah, she won't hit her friend, even though he deserved it, because it was the worst segment ever. (laughs) And even though everyone in the audience is yelling, fucking hit him. (laughs) (laughs) She doesn't do it. She gets yelled at. Her eye patch gets taken off, and then a bunch of luchadors run in. And I'm just like, what is... What is, there, there is no story to this. There is no emotion. This is just a bunch of stuff happened. <laughs> like, I almost found it, like, inappropriate. Like, I really liked it, but I was like, like, I, I, I can't say that I really liked it. Like, I really like Malachi Black. Um, I really like yeah. Malachi Black, but I just was like, I feel like this is almost inappropriate. Like, just this little girl and these big menacing men who are, like, stripping her of, like, things on her body. Yeah. I was like, um, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. It's just, it was not good. So, yeah. and now let's go to, well, speaking of not good, let's go to Jade Cargill. Um, I don't know. With Kira Hogan that, and Red Velvet. I don't like that she's, like, recruiting baddies. I was thinking about how cool it is that, like, she will put people in that section. And how, yeah. but, like, but like I just, I can't stand looking at her, and she's making me not like Kira Hogan. Mm. You know? Yeah. Don't like it. Yeah. I, and I love how Kira Hogan just had to have her one line. Like, yeah. you know. <laughs> yeah. And I'm so, like, I don't even, like, Kira Hogan doesn't even do anything, and I feel bad. Yeah. So, not good. Then we go to Thunder Rosa. Um, you know what? I'm going to give her credit, because Thunder Rosa doesn't lie and say that AEW has the best women's division or anything like that. I like how she says she wants it to be, and how she's trying to elevate it. I like yes. that because that that to me is her out. That is her acknowledging that there are definitely problems with it. But she and Serena Deeb are trying to make it better. And I'm totally cool with that. Yeah, no, that's I mean, like that was like I love that she was like, oh, it's one of the best. I want it to be the best. Um, uh, and that's why she's there. Uh, and I just yeah. Uh, yeah, it was very I feel like like the higher ups are probably like, hey, what would she just do? Like what? What? No, this this is the best. Um, yeah, and I like that. Like, even though Serena Deeb, of course, is the number one contender. Also, her black eye looked insane. Um, but mm. like, even though she's the number one contender for the title, I just liked that she was like, "We can do this together." You know? Yeah. Yeah. That yeah. was cool. So that was the one positive of this show so far. 
And then, oof, that uh, main event. Um, this was so bad. It felt like they were wrestling in slow motion. Yeah, this was so boring. This was yeah. so boring. I was thinking it's probably the only second time I've ever seen Deanna Perrazzo lose. Yeah. Um, so that was fun. But this was just, I was like, and then yeah. to find out it's the Ring of Honor, like, count-out rule, so it's a 20 count, and I'm like, oh, no! <laughs> no, it's already <laughs> too long! This is taking forever! And it really is a shame, because they're both really great wrestlers, and it was just, like, bad. It was all-around all bad. There was no chemistry between them. They no. killed the crowd. AEW crowds will fucking cheer if you take a shit in the ring, and they were quiet. I, I, wrote, I wrote that down. That, yeah, they were silent. Yeah. And this is her fucking debut, Deanna's debut, and they both look like bad wrestlers, and they're both amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, here's the worst part, is that this that Deanna basically was just there just to lose the title, and she's back on Impact. So, to people who don't watch Impact, this is their impression of Deanna Perrazzo. Yeah. That's fucked up. You know, and, and you know what? Honestly, that yellow was not flattering on her. No. It, it, it looked like she just had a big yellow diaper on. Yeah, she was like, hey, Big Bird, I skinned Big Bird. Yeah, bad. no, I was, I was, it was, it was, oh my god. I, it was I, I can't imagine. Yeah, like, I can't imagine how awful it must have been, like, with that much of a void in the audience, where there's just and then, no like, one reacting to anything I'm sure they doing. both feel terrible afterward. Yeah, you know? and the fact that Jim Ross is obviously bored on commentary, because he's talking about everything but the fucking match at a certain point. Yeah. yeah. You know. So, You're right, this is definitely know. the worst show of last week. Yeah, yeah, this one was just not good at all. So, like, the, literally the only thing I like was the Thunder Rosa promo, so... Agreed. Um... Let's talk about, um, let's go up a little to AEW Rampage. I was like, please, let's uh, get AEW out of the way. Where we have Britt Baker and Jamie Hayter versus Tony Storm and Ruby Soho. Um, yes. I'll say it looks like Tony's starting to get her butt back. It is. Well, because her ass attacks just, like, look really scary. Yeah, yeah. Which is good. Um, yeah. She's like, you won't Tony let me speak, Ruby I'll show you what I can do with my butt. <laughs> Tony and Ruby are actually we're actually working very well together. Yeah, yeah. I I kept like thinking about you know you think about where people have come from and what they've gone through and what what the WWE did to both Ruby and Tony. Um, mm -hmm. and and then I'm thinking about like I have like how does Ruby feel and like how does Liv Morgan feel like seeing someone else work well as her like tag team partner like I don't know I'm like trying to get mm -hmm. behind like I'm like I want to know how they're all feeling <laughs> how yeah. are they yeah they did they did I this was entertaining for sure yeah yeah um, this I actually really enjoyed I like all four of the women in this I really do and they it was really nice to see Britt Baker get pinned. It would have been if it wasn't a roll-up, but you know, I just, I just, I hate roll-ups. I hate yeah. roll-up wins. I, I, yeah. I think they're cheap. I was just excited for Tony, and that's what made it okay for me. Um, yeah. The, yeah, they are cheap, but it is, it is what it is. I, there was, I love the fucking, like, cool, I don't know, um, like, when Britt Baker did the suplex and whatever Jamie did with the lariat, and then, um, 
Brit stomped yeah, on Ruby, really cool. and like, and then how it was how Ruby broke it up by pushing Jamie into them. Like, it was really cool. Yeah, that was awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah that I enjoyed a lot. That I enjoyed a lot. Um, so then we go to a match I didn't really enjoy, which is Riho versus Yuki Sakazaki. Well, you hate Riho. I hate Riho, although I'll tell you, Sakazaki is so small that it's actually believable that it looks like Riho could hurt her. Right. I have to be honest. Unfortunately. Go ahead. Yeah. Unfortunately, none of the moves that they that they did look like they hurt each other. They paused. They they paused before every move, like for about three seconds to wait for the other person to do their stuff. Right. So it didn't look like a contest. It didn't look like a fight. It just looked like, oh, here's the flippy thing that I put that, that I, I had rehearsed. Now you do your flippy thing. Great. Now I'll do my flippy thing. And that's what it just felt like. Yeah, it definitely felt like that. I mean, like, what's insane to me, too, is that the um the, the audience was going nuts for it. Like, there was the This Is Awesome chant, and I kind of zoned out a little bit. Well, that's the AW audience. They fucking, you know, they love their, like, you know, Japanese women's wrestlers, so, yeah. you know, it doesn't, they could, they could you know, I mean, they, they cheered a lot of the women that I thought were really awful in last year's tournament, so, yeah. you know. Like... <laughs> Out of all the Japanese women that they have shown in AEW, Shida is good, Maki Ito is a star, and everyone else kind of sucks. And it's, you know, like I said, I, 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 AEW made me realize how spoiled I was by Asuka and Io Shirai, and even people like Saray or Kairi Sane. Where WWE, is like, Io Shirai? Injured. Oh, okay. Yeah, Io Shirai is injured. Kairi Sane is wrestling in Japan again. Okay. And, uh, yeah, so, um, but you know what I mean? Like I said, like, I feel like I was spoiled by how good, you know what I mean? It gave me the impression that, oh, wow, all these women's wrestlers in Japan are great. And then AEW showed me, nope, not all of them. Yeah, no, there was nothing really of no, I liked her pants. Yuka's her pants. Her genie like, pants? I would wear those. What the fuck, um, what the, the fucking commentator say? Oh, I think I think she got her her face caught on Yuka's on Yuka's genie pants. I've been there before. <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> I, I don't I don't even know what it is. Chris Jericho's been claiming he's a wizard now, so. Oh, was that Chris Jericho? That I'm happy that I don't yes. know that ahead of time. Yeah. 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 So, you know, um, so from there. Uh, let's go now to, um, let's see, what was the next, what would you say was the next best show after AW Rampage? I love how polite you just were, next best. I don't know, level yeah. up or... Um, okay, let's yeah. go. I would, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm torn between level up and raw. Yeah, let's just do level up because it's closer in my okay. notes. <laughs> All right, great, great. Well, because it is the Ivy Nile show. Because we got another Ivy Nile match. (laughs) Yeah, I love the Ivy's gonna kill you. Fucking gets me every time. It's hilarious. Mm -hmm. So Tatum uh, Paxley. Yeah, yeah. She's trying. She's trying to impress Ivy Nile so she can join Diamond Mine. And I mean, you could you could tell that she's that she's doing that. And Tatum Paxley. So this is versus Erica Yan and Saray. And I don't think I've ever saw Erica. I don't think I've seen Erica before. I don't think I don't think she's wrestled on AEW. I mean, not on AEW. I don't think she. I definitely don't think she's wrestled on AEW. Um, <laughs> she hasn't wrestled on um, uh, NXT 2.0 yet, at least not to my knowledge. Okay. Yeah. 
Okay, yeah. No, she didn't really do anything of note. Um. Yeah, yeah, no, at a certain point I, I wrote, Jan has done nothing special so far. Well, everyone yeah. else, like, kind of showed off what they can do. Yeah, I feel like Erica, she might have been nervous, I'm not entirely sure, I don't know, but she just, like, she elbowed... Uh, someone in the face twice did a drop kick, and I feel like that's all that she did. She tried for a roll up, but it obviously didn't work. Um, I, I just, um, yeah, she. But everyone else was great. Tatum Paxley showed me that she can wrestle and that she's determined mm-hmm. to be better. And um, I could definitely tell like that storyline was there of wanting to join Diamond Mine and like Ivy actually paying attention, but at the end being like, "All right, let me show how show you how to fucking do it." Yeah. You know, like, I like that storytelling, like, in the follow-through throughout. It was nice. Um, uh, yeah, Saray just is a good wrestler. There was nothing super crazy that I feel like she did. She sold really well, though, in this match. I yeah, think. yeah. Yeah. I was, I really liked Tatum doing the squats while holding Saray up. Yeah! And then that little, like, spinning, standing senton she did. <laughs> what the fuck was that? Yeah, when her like, did you see that it's, it's with really the squat cool. thing? And she was like, she was like doing what are they? <laughs> um, I quit. I quit. Um, um, ice skating very early because I was bad at it. My feet were too big for ice skates, so they put me in hockey skates. Um, <laughs> as a child, and um, <laughs> and so I don't know, but like that fucking thing that you do when you're figure skating, where you spin around. She did that, but upside down. Yeah. <laughs> And I was like, what the fuck is this? Yeah, that was really cool. I was like, okay, I like Tatum yeah. Paxley. I like Tatum Paxley. Yeah, so t- yeah Tatum, I'm, I'm excited to see what she can do in the uh, tournament. Yeah. Um, so, and then we get someone else's in a tournament, Sloan Jacobs versus Thea Hale. And yes. I am convinced Thea, Thea Hale is just like a character from like The Office or Parks and Rec or something who just decided, that, like, it's the episode where they're a wrestler. Yes, but I actually, I liked her. I did. I liked her. I thought that she was like this small little feisty fucking crazy fucking bitch, but not drunk like Alicia Edwards. Like, you know, (laughs) she's just like, it's like she's been, I don't know. I don't know. I have several analogies, but they all sound bad in different ways. Um, I liked her. I don't know. Um, She did some shit. It was cool to see her. She's so young. It's nice. Yeah, they were both, there was 18 and 19. This is literally two teenagers having a wrestling match. Yeah, on television. Or wherever yeah. the fuck they put it on. Um, and and here's, the, well, here's the thing. I feel bad talking shit about this match because they're obviously both super green and this is their first time putting a match together. Because usually when you've seen either of them, they've been with someone more experienced than themselves. Yes. And this is kind of two really extreme rookies getting it, you know, having to put a match to- together. Obviously, and they've what they impressed. Do. They've impressed people outside of like being on the mat or in the ring. Yeah. You know, they've impressed them to the point where they felt like they could do this. And like, I think that that's a smart call because they can learn more actually having the experience of this match, competing with someone who's on your similar level. That's how you will learn to grow and be better when you are fighting people who are better than you. Yeah. Yeah, it's just yeah, a, it's a good I, opportunity for them. So yeah, we don't need to talk shit. It's just they're young. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, it, it it felt like watching a wrestling class, but I can't insult them because of that because they're so new. I mean, ten years from now, this a rematch of this could be the main event of WrestleMania. We don't know. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. but like right now, right now they're. I would say both of them aren't really ready to be on TV yet, but. 
I thought that they you were know, ready to I be said. on TV. And the only way to get ready to be on TV is, I think, like, to be on TV. <laughs> and be like, yeah. oh, that was bad. And then learn from it. Yeah. 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 Oh, my yeah. God. We're really said, nice I'm... today. We're nice. <laughs> I mean, I, I mean, you know, I just, I, I don't, I don't know. I didn't like this match at all, but I don't blame them. Because, as I said, they're, they're, they're new and they're starting out and, you know. Now, three years from now, they have a match like this. I'll be very harsh on them, but, you it's know. It's kind of like if there's two queen bees in the high school theater department. Yeah. And they were and, like, let's fight S- for the lead role. <laughs> and Sloane also, Sloan also really needs to stop playing with her hair, but that seems to be a thing a lot of wrestlers, when they first come in, do. Again, still just like, how do you wrestle with your hair down? Like, I'm sweating right now because I didn't want to put the air conditioning on because the sound would come through on the audio. And I was like, if my hair were down right now, I would like, no, disgusting. And I'm sitting down. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you're not you're not lifting someone like, you know, fucking 100 pounds over Mm -hmm. your head. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I am in my mind always, though. (laughs) Yes. So you want to go to rock? So look. Yeah, let's go to Monday Night Raw. Raw. Um, so we start with Sonya Deville. Um, it turns out she's being investigated um, by the uh, January 6th community for, um, you know, uh, her, her abuses of power. Um, and, yes. <laughs> and And so she's, she's going to be put into a, women, a six-woman match. Yeah, no um, holds with, bar, yeah. Yeah. No, it's not. She wants a no hold barred match so she can do whatever uh, she wants. But Adam Pierce tells oh, yes, her no. Oh yes, you're right. You're right. You're right. Yeah, it's it's just going to be a regular match, and it's going to be her, Becky Lynch, Rhea Ripley, um, versus Bianca Belair, Asuka, and Liv Morgan. Yeah. Did you not like? We're going to get there, but did you not like that match? I actually did. Okay. Yes, I did, I did like too. him. I I, did too. I felt it did it it didn't flow as well as it could have, but I think. You know, it's, it's, I, I don't know. I almost feel like it's just, it's not a lack of chemistry. It's just, they were trying to tell three different storylines at once. Yeah. You yeah, know. it was definitely a lot. Um, yeah. So, um, we go to a Becky interview where she looks very unhappy. And she, she talks does, about like, she brave, actually looks yeah. really unhappy, like genuinely. Yeah. 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 And she talks about how brave it was for her to open up and then. The woman she literally handed her championship to came up and disrespected her. Yeah. 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 And she said to her, you go be a warrior because I'm going to be a mother. I love that she did that. That she just like threw it in there, made it super personal. And she basically talked about how, you know, she didn't, Asuka didn't hold up her end of the deal. Um, And she's never faced her. She doesn't know what she's in for. And it's Becky's comeback story. And she doesn't know what she's in for. And she's going to take Asuka down. So I'm like, okay, I'm here for this. <laughs> yeah. I would have yeah. liked just then to see the a... two of them. Yeah, then, well, we've seen it a few times, actually. Yes, it was, I know. Um, for a while, the storyline was that Asuka was the one person Becky couldn't beat. Yes. You know, yes. so. Um, we then go to Liv Morgan, uh, and basically she says that uh, Piper, that Piper, uh, sorry, uh, that Rhea Ripley is disappointed in herself. Yeah, she basically, like, spins everything that Rhea said is Liv's fault and then be like, no, it's just really, Rhea, this is her problem. And she's done. She yeah. won't take the blame or the beatings and, yeah. And she fucking yeah. killed it in this match. <laughs> <laughs> and then, finally, um, before we get to the match, Piper, uh, so there was a whole bunch of nonsense with the 24-7 title that no one gives a shit about. 
um, <coughs> where yeah. Nikki um, Nikki Ash lost to um, I don't know if it was Dana Brooke or Reggie. I don't know. There's a whole bunch of characters I don't care about, um, but she lost to one of them. And uh, after a whole bunch of nonsense, we see um, she's sitting in the back looking dejected. And Piper Niven comes up to her and asks her if she's ready to start taking this seriously. Yeah, and I just, I'm like, I didn't care. Uh, I hope that's the end of the stupid superhero gimmick. Yes, you're right. That's the, that could be the like light at the end of the tunnel. And then she can come back yeah. and actually be a wrestler instead of a joke. Oh my god, I yeah. just, I, that was really mean. I'm sorry. <laughs> wow. I mean, that's what she has been, you know? I mean, and it's not, it's, it's, it's a dumb gimmick. I'm sorry. Yeah. Yep. You know? So yeah. now we get the match. We get uh, Becky Lynch versus, uh, versus Becky Lynch with Rhea Ripley and Sonya Deville versus Bianca uh, Belair, Asuka, and Liv Morgan. I want to know why Sonya is in the center of the match graphic. I wrote that down, too. I don't know. Yeah, I'm like, Sonya is, is definitely not the fucking leader of this team. And she's so why is she in the she's middle? She's the one I care about the least. I think she's the one that everyone cares about the least. Yeah, yeah. You know, Peanut, what do you, what do you need? What do you need? I need like to, vengeance. Like, like to me, I think it's I think it's undisputed that Becky should have been in the middle of the graphic. Mhm. Mhm. Cuz no, Becky is your top heel. Becky is your top heel on your brand. You shouldn't be having anybody else. Even as much as I like Rhea, Rhea shouldn't have been in the middle either. It should have been Becky. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah, yeah I couldn't like every your... time that graphic came up, I was like, "Why? Why yeah, is Sonya for- in the middle of this?" She's your former women's champion. She should be the centerpiece of it. Yeah, they fucked up. I mean, that's why I wonder, I'm yeah. like, how much like leeway does Sonya Deville actually have when it's not this night or this match, you know? Like, yeah. was that something that she was like, fine, if I'm going to relinquish my executive authority, then you're going to put me in the center I mean, of the graphic. I mean, she never really had executive authority. That was all just storyline. I know, but still, you can yeah. get a big head about that. I would. Yeah. <laughs> So, <laughs> well, I guess I'll never write you as a CEO character then, because you'd be difficult to deal with that. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Start demanding. Start demanding the other actors get you coffee. <laughs> I already do that in our in every and, company I work at. <laughs> and, coffee, and, and, no. and they'll be like, they'll be like, Chelsea, we have PAs for that. And it's like, no, but she works for me. <laughs> <laughs> I think that now it has to happen, and it has to be a story about, like, an actress playing a CEO who just goes completely over the top and, like, horrible things happen. Have you been, a very very brief aside, have you been watching the new Barry episodes? No. (coughs) No, I You've watched Barry, though, right? I did, I didn't know they were out. Yeah, no, there's, there's, uh, I think they're up to episode three already. Oh, cool, cool. Is there a recap, is there a recap at the beginning of the first one? Uh, I think there might be. Okay, I definitely need that, because it's I'll, been a hot minute. Yeah, I'll just say that, um, trying to say this without spoiling any of our listeners, um, a certain character who got a lot of attention at the end of the season is now, like, a star. Awesome. And just has become the worst person ever, and it's amazing. I love that. I yeah. love that. Yeah, so anyway, let's start uh, the match, where we start with Becky and, and Asuka. Yes, I love her being like, you don't know who I am. <laughs> did what? <laughs> yeah, like Becky being like, you don't know who I am. It was awesome. Yeah. 
Oh yeah, no, I just I love the noise you made because of fucking peanut licking your mouth. Oh you yes. <laughs> she was like, I see an opportunity here, and I'm going to take it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. But um, I love there were a whole bunch of moments that I really liked in this. Like I loved Rhea Ripley um getting uh Liv Morgan to attack, like and the referee like having to you know to to pull to pull her back and shit. I loved all that. Yeah, I loved this is one of my favorite like live entrances and just the like look that she like gave Rhea. It was awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean yeah. everyone got I, to do things. Like you said, it didn't flow as nicely as it could have, but everyone everyone shined. I just don't yeah. like Sonya Deville. <laughs> yeah. I mean we got the Jersey girls fighting each other at one point. Mm-hmm. Um mm-hmm. You know, which is interesting. I, I, it was one of those things I totally forgot. They're like, oh, yeah, both Liv and Sonya are from Jersey. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The Garden State. Um, there was the one part where Liv just did a dive into Rhea. Um, yeah. Even though Rhea was on the outside of the ring, like, and was not the legal person. And when Liv tries to come back in, Becky drop kicks her and gives her a big time leg drop. Yeah. And, uh, and then when Bianca had all this, like, momentum and Rhea just fucking headbutts her in the chest. Yeah, I kept, like, thinking about, like, wasn't it, Bianca at one point was just carrying Rhea, and I was like, who the fuck else can do that? You oh, know? exactly. Like, who can fucking do that? I loved Becky, like, mocking Asuka's opening, too, yeah. and, like, her little dance. I was like, Becky is everything. <laughs> She's really, really everything. We got the ass attack is back, Asuka's ass attack. Mm-hmm. So, so good to see it. <laughs> And how cool was that when when she did the ass attack to Sonya and then, you know, on the apron and and Sonya falls off the apron and Liv catches her in a move on the outside. Yes, I wrote that that was Liv's little sneaky sneak moment. She's so sneaky. Yeah, I loved it. (laughs) Yeah. And then uh, finally, Sonya goes for a pin, but and has her feet on the ropes and she starts ordering the referee and the referee is like, nope, you're a competitor. Fuck off. And um. Yeah, Sonya argues with the ref and gets hit with Oblivion for uh, Liv, um, Asuka, and um, Bianca to get the win. I literally, I I teared up. Like, I actually, there were were tears because it was Liv who did it, and it was awesome. Yeah. Yeah, that made me so happy. So happy. Yeah, so so now let's go to... Um, let's go to SmackDown, I think, was would be next. <laughs> I love how we're doing this in order of what was worst. <laughs> yes. I prefer this, yes. you realize? Yeah, yeah. So, um, it's Flair versus Leia. If you want to talk about this, feel free. I don't really um, want to. I just, you know, the big issue with this is that Aaliyah just didn't act well too i mean like charlotte's the worst but she never like even defended herself she was like uh-huh like a deer in headlights the whole time and just kind of agreed with everything that was going on even to the point where commentators were like why didn't she say that i'm not Rhonda?" you know like it's just it was just poor <laughs> poor writing and poor acting on her part and Aaliyah deserves better i want to see her shine and you're not you're not going to be able to shine if you're with charlotte yeah, um, well, that's why it's good. We'll talk about that on our pay-per-view um, special. Um, but, yeah. uh, you know, it's, it's, it's good. I mean, it's no secret that Flair lost the title, so it's, it's kind of nice. To I didn't know that. that. I didn't know. Chelsea, <laughs> I told you to watch the, pa- the pay-per-view. I didn't watch the pay-per-view. 
I gave you the notes on on when to on what what the time signature was. Oh yes, you did. You're right. Ronda My versus bad. Charlotte. My bad. It'll happen. Oh. Well, now there's we can't been do some that. shit going on episode, in my life. <laughs> you know that. We can't that. do that episode now. Shit. All right. I didn't well, know we were going to do it right two, after this. I mean, it's part of the week, you know. Um, but well, for those who um, uh, backlash, uh, Rhonda beat Charlotte, and Charlotte is injured now, apparently, and will be gone indefinitely. Indefinitely. So, because of the uh, result, because of what happened in the match. Um, well, I would still like to cover it. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of past the week after, you know, so. The look if of we, ch- disappointment in Charles's face, even though he knows what's yeah. going on in my life, is insurmountable. Yeah. So let's go to Sasha versus Shayna. Um, I'm all, speaking of disappointment, I really hate that they took Shayna's Wow, you're really going to make me feel her, bad. Great. Love that. Gave her this, like, generic fucking awful... It just sounds like, I don't know, like I'm playing like NFL 2020 or something. Or, or something. <laughs> I love how you like, made it you know, 2020. And, and it's the, the, the fucking, I don't know what year it is in the NFL. I don't pay attention mm-hmm. to football mm-hmm. or base, base, whichever one the NFL Sports is. Sports um, Yes. Um, I like this one. This was a very aggressive uh, Sasha. Yes. It seemed like she cared about wrestling again. And it was, you know what, like, I complain when someone like Naomi has a long match with Shayna because someone like Naomi should get destroyed. But Sasha is in that, like, elite class. So it's like, I can totally... I can totally buy Sasha getting way more offense on Shayna Baszler than most people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's fair. That's fair. Um... I'm not handling the whole, like, Natalia going and, like, being on NXT and also being on SmackDown. Like, I'm getting... I don't know what's up with... I mean, I know that they do that because you told me, but... Yeah. I don't... I, I don't know. This... Shayna... I'm just happy that Shayna is, like, wrestling on a regular basis. So, you know? I, I was wondering if they're, like, a girls' school that got, like, special tickets to the, uh, the event or something... Because at one point they got a Sasha chant and it was very high pitch. Yeah, I was thinking that it was like children. It sounded like a lot of like like young girls. Yeah. Like chanting her name. And that's why I was like, is there like some sort of special like event or something that they brought in a whole bunch of like young girls to the, uh, the, the, the arena that night or something? Yeah, probably. Probably. Mm. Probably. Yeah. yeah. No, so, the, Sasha is just like, she, I feel like she just came back. I'm like, is the Mandalorian yeah. on hiatus? What is going on? <laughs> because I think that yeah. she really just cared. It was nice. Yeah. The only, the only, the only part that I have to give him a little uh, crap about is at one point Sasha missed a knee, but Shayna still sold it. Yes. Yes. And there was like, there was like two feet between <laughs> where that knee ended up. Yeah, yeah. Um, no, she sold it. Yeah. Um, and eventually, uh, Shayna wins. Um, it, it's with a roll-up, but at least it's a roll-up with Natalia cheating for her. So at least I'm like, okay, at least that's... They're bad guys. It's supposed yeah, to be I a wrote, cheat Yeah, this thing. doesn't count as a roll-up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, so then we go to Lacey Evans with the final part of her story. Oh my god. This fucking saga. This saga, um, she talks about, oh my god, that, um, that 
Her father lost this battle with mental health and OD'd two months before her WWE tryout. And then another suicide attempt happened. And it was a friend or it was a different family member. It was another um, family member. Family member. Um, um, and then, like, it was, what was it? Her, it was the, her first match when um, on NXT when another family member OD'd in a parking lot near where, where yeah. she was wrestling. She didn't know how much yeah. more she could take, but she did what was best for her and her mental health and for her family. And she went to break the addiction, make the family proud. And um, just and this is like her moment of like being like, I'm going to put myself first and it'll make everything yeah. else better for everyone. Um, yeah. And that she made the decision to just like wash her face and make her daughter proud instead of like postponing this moment for her and going to the rescue of someone in the hospital yeah Yeah. um really really beautiful um and of course it seemed like the worst happened but she went to break the cycle um yeah and there's this really cute montage of like her and her like her at that first match and like photos of her daughters and just how far she's come and i really like i really love how they did this and i feel like more people should have the opportunity not that they've been through the same shit that Lacey has but yeah have the opportunity to like talk about their stories you know so yeah no i thought it was a, a really wonderful moment for her and she got a giant like face pop yeah so um i should tell you the plot twist though did you think it was kind of weird that Lacey has asked you that you show the proper respect so please applaud and welcome Lacey evans yeah, I thought that something else was going to happen there. I didn't understand that. Oh, well, you know what that is. That's because they're going to make they're still going to make her a heel. What? Yep. <laughs> Apparently, they decided that even after that big inspiring story, she's still going to be a heel somehow. No. Oh, oh, and best part by the way. Um they moved her to Raw. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I don't know what the hell is going on over there. Oh my god. <laughs> we spend five weeks making her like the like the person who we all want to see fucking succeed. Yeah. And, and it's like, alright, but she's a bad guy, so you should boo her. And now, after five weeks, we're gonna put all that, we're gonna put her on Raw. She's not gonna be on the show we spend five weeks building her up on. Well, that's incredibly disappointing, but guess what? I'm not surprised. <laughs> I'm not. That's ridiculous. Oh, Jesus Christ, Vince. <laughs> that man, like, someone so, else needs to take over. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. So, and then we get a Raquel uh, Rodriguez promo. Which just, so. like, is all just sad. <laughs> yeah. I'm so. so disappointed. All right, so we go, let's go to NXT UK, which I'll tell you the truth, if not for the second half of the program, would have probably been around AEW Rampage. Yeah. Because the first half was... I don't know what the fuck was happening. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, that, so this whole, so, like, a bunch of people from NXT are going over to NXT UK to be like, hi, we're here to s- support you and steal your no. show away from you. Um, So Lash Legend is there, which I'm like, why? I don't understand yeah, why her. In, she's there in the Supernova sessions with Noam Dar and Shaw Samuels, who is just coming on to her the entire time. <laughs> like, yeah. In his, his thick, like, fucking, you know, like, East End accent. 
like, yeah. Yeah, it, it's just, it's, it's ridiculous. And then there's this whole thing with some flowers. And, like, one is, like, dead tulips. And, like, I, I like, at this moment, I was like, I feel bad for the flowers. Like, what did they do? They didn't do anything to deserve I, that. I will say I was amused by her using Noam Dar's Heritage Cup to hold the flowers. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> that I was amused by. Yeah, but, but it's just really dumb that this, uh, that any of it happened. Yeah, I don't, I don't see anything in Lash Legend at all. No. And then she gave a promo, and I'm like, did she just compare herself to an elephant? Yes, yeah, she did. Yeah, and, and, and I just wrote, no one is giving you two snaps and a clap. No like, one. she had no to ask them do to that. do it twice. Yeah, no one is going to do that, uh, Lash. And there you was, know. yeah, yeah, like, I was like, they had to be like, okay, fine. Yeah, so, and then we have Lash Legend and Shaw Samuels uh, coming, uh, with uh, her coming on to him, I'm sorry, him coming on to her in the hallway, and then some dude comes up, uh, and uh, she walks away. That's literally, I was like, there's some comment about social media. I don't think that Lash will ever, like, want to be with anybody, especially this guy, and she's gone. You know, like... Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so now we have um, another Samuels, <laughs> whose show it usually is, the Nina Samuels show. And she says, Ivy Nile isn't going to come to my show, which is true. You actually... Nina Samuels should be worried, because Ivy Nile apparently just makes every show she goes on the Ivy Nile show. <laughs> It's true. They should give her her own segment where she does nothing but, like, beat the shit out of whoever she's interviewing. You know. Yeah. Um, so, also interesting, um, a couple of weeks ago, they had Shaw Samuels coming on to Nina Samuels. And her being <laughs> completely repulsed by him. <laughs> well, that makes sense. He's disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> so now we go to the Isla Dawn versus... This is the thing that saved the show for me. Yeah. yeah. Isla Dawn versus Mako Satamora in the uh, World of Darkness match, which means there's no, dequali- no disqualifications, no countouts, and it's done under low lights with creepy sound effects in the background. And fog. Yes. <laughs> um, this was, like, very entertaining. It was brutal. It's everything that I love to see. <laughs> everything that I care about in wrestling. The storyline yeah. was there. Like, everything was sold so well. Um, I cared about both of the people. I knew what I wanted. I was disappointed when I didn't get it. And they both mm-hmm. just fucking kicked ass. I, I will say the it. one yeah. the one thing I, I thought would have been better. Mm-hmm. So Isla Dawn, she opens the box and she takes out a lock of Danny Luna's hair. Yeah. And she's attacking Mako Satamora. I think it would have been even better if she suddenly was doing Danny, Luva, Danny Luna's moveset. Yes, that would have been, like, the, the thing. Yeah. Like she was getting the power of the people she's taking these things from, and she's able to do the things they can do. Yeah. Yeah. And, like, say if, like, after, after that she took out, like, the watch that she took from Ginny and was doing some of Ginny's moves. Well, that's and, what know. I was thinking was going to happen is that we get all the little trinkets. Yeah. It's like they yeah. were so close. They were yeah. so close. But otherwise, otherwise I really liked it. The, the English certainly do love their chance. Um. <laughs> they do. Which one are you talking about? 
um there were like 50 of them uh yeah the one i was like what i don't think i ever i don't think i'd ever hear a burn the witch chant during <laughs> during a wrestling event yeah so charles's like word of the week has been witchcraft and so right before the commentator said witchcraft or what witchcraft <laughs> and then they, it's like you having an, you're having an influence over them <laughs> yes Yes. So, uh, not this match was not planned at all before that. Before I said that, <laughs> so no. it's all just because of me. It's all um, Charles. So, at a certain point, I let Dorn whips out a broomstick, um, and <laughs> that's when I wrote witchcraft. She, yeah. Yes, and she she uses it and she breaks it over Mako Satomura's um, back. Yes, and. Uh, I just imagine after the event is over, like a very sad janitor sees that and goes, hey, why would someone do that to my broom? I left it under the rig. <laughs> I left that under the, like, I guess someone's got to sweep up everything. That's yeah, hilarious. You know. Yeah, like I just imagine a guy's like, uh-oh, the event's, the event's starting. I better put the broom under the ring so no one trips over it. <laughs> like, I'll, fin- I'll finish sweeping up after the matches are over. And, and I'm just... Breaks it. <laughs> it's fucking brilliant. So uh, you know, Mako getting whipped with giant ass fucking rope. Yeah, being like tied up with cable and then whipped with giant like, and her just like grinding it into her face. All the things that she, like I was like, I I hope that like she's got some fucking Wonder Woman armor and like the her torso of her wrestling gear because like that's gotta hurt. Oh, I'm sure she's got rope burn, like, fucking no business after yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. You know. Yeah, um, but eventually, wild. eventually, uh, uh, Mako wins with Scorpio rising um, off a chair. And uh, I was a little disappointed that Isla lost, but I kept thinking to myself, well, they 100% need to bring her to NXT 2.0. I hope they do. Yeah, because Isla well, Dawn I'll- is everything. Well, you know who's been showing up on backstage on SmackDown, by the way? Um, and knowing how they do this, she'll probably get a completely ridiculous name change, but it's still interesting that she's been showing up. And usually before someone gets called up to the main roster, they show up for a few weeks, um, you know, backstage at the show. Um, Ginny has been showing up um, backstage at, at uh, SmackDown the last, like, two weeks. Oh. So, mate, so I'm just... I'm thinking they may, um, and also interestingly, there's a seven foot Indian wrestler, um, who uh, just broke up with the um, the uh, the wrestler that they had him paired with. Okay. So I'm wondering if maybe that's how they'll bring Ginny in. Uh, oh, yeah. I just now you I'm know. so worried. Like I can understand where it's your goal. You start out at NXT or NXT 2.0 after you come from the Indies or wherever you are, and then the dream is to be on the main roster and just their track record of ruining everyone. Mm-hmm. You know, most everyone. It's just got to be just the biggest letdown you will ever have in your whole life. Yeah. Yeah, it really, really makes me sad. So I hope that they don't do that. I feel like ta- like the fact that Rhea Ripley wasn't changed is like a godsend, but that's a rare thing. That's a rarity. Yeah. I mean, in fairness to them, um, almost their entire women's roster, except for Naomi and Natalia, are all NXT women. Yeah. At this point. Um, you know, so I mean, a lot of them were ruined, but I mean... 
they didn't ruin Sasha. They didn't ruin Bailey. They didn't ruin Asuka. You know what I mean? So there's yeah. Well, they did ruin Asuka for a little bit actually. Oh yeah. Um, they had her. Yeah, and of course it's when she ran into Charlotte. Usually that's what happens. Usually someone has a lot of momentum and then they have a match with Charlotte and then they pretty much have to start from square one for the next two years. That's wild. Yeah. Fuck. You know. But um but but there's there's a lot of women that they did ruin, you know, um Mia Yim. Um they had no idea what the fuck to do with Tony Storm. It's obvious they have no idea what to do with Shotzi. Um Yeah, that's why I'm saying the know. majority, like at least of since I've been yeah. watching it. You know, yeah. of course, all these NXT women were already like superstars on the main <laughs> roster. But even if I was aware of that, based on what I have seen, it's just yeah. I'm like, oh, no. Yeah. But it's a gamble. Of course, it's worth it. But it's a gamble. I feel like now. At yeah. This point. yeah. Yeah, exactly. Like, it's it's sad, like listening to like someone like, um, you know, uh, like Ember Moon, you know, and like, yeah just how much fun she had in NXT compared to how the main roster was just nightmarish for her. Yeah. You know, and then when they changed what NXT was, how it just stopped being fun for her, you know, so. um, Makes me sad. So I hope they don't do that with Jenny. Yeah, yeah. So let's finish up with uh, NXT 2.0. So um, where Mandy uh, Rose is going to get a tan. So, um, are you not triggered by Final Destination 3 during this segment? Because I was. <laughs> I, I, I was not. I was more of like, Wendy Chu is just going to give Mandy Rose skin cancer for a prank. Like, what the fuck, dude? Yeah. Like, you can't just, just do growing, that. Growing <laughs> up, I saw, I, my mom let me see Final Destination 3 in theaters when I was, like, underage. Or whenever the fuck, mm-hmm. I don't remember when it came out. And these people get fried in tanning beds. And, of course, I've seen the movie hundreds of times since then, but then it scarred me. I was like, oh, mm. fuck. And I've never been in a tanning bed because of that movie. Um, yeah. Uh, but I was so, like, oh, no, I know what's happening. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> so, so so you and I, have ne- neither of us have ever been in a tanning bed. Um, I have gotten a spray tan once for a role. That was fun. Um, <laughs> But uh, for Tony, actually, for a vampire, mm-hmm. I thought that was actually pretty convincing uh, camouflage that he would get himself a spray tan. Yes. Um, just because I'm that brilliant a writer that I would think that. Um, yes. But um, is that a thing people, you know people who've gone to tanning salons, though, right? Yeah, yeah, all the time. Okay, so is that a thing people do before going to a beach? I would assume if you're going to a beach, why do you need to go to a tanning salon? No, that didn't make any sense to me, but then again, I figured, like, maybe it's something that I just didn't know. They're also in Florida. They're in Florida, right? So the culture is different. Yeah. So it very well could be. I don't know. Yeah. All right. So um, Gigi uh, Dolan and JC Jane come, and uh, they see that uh, Mandy looks like a tomato. They're like, you can't sit with uh, us. (laughs) Yeah. Yes. And so, then also I so, have to know about the salon. I have to note about the salon, and I bring this up every once in a while, but there's a poster for Shen Yun in the background. For what? For Shen Yun. What's that? The fucking billboards that are all over the city and all over every fucking city everywhere. The, like, China before communism, like, opera that tours everywhere. The giant billboards that oh. are everywhere. Yeah, there was a poster for it in the background of the tanning salon. <laughs> I I didn't I didn't even notice it. It's just like I had a joke in college with my friends that it was just like Shen Yun is forever and it's everywhere. 
<laughs> I, it was in soft focus, but I was like, that's Shen Yun. <laughs> and I died. Yeah, so then um, we have uh, Roderick Strong yelling at the rest of Diamond Mine. Yes, and he's like the new leader or some shit. And Yeah, because Malcolm Bivens uh, was released by the WWE because he didn't want to resign his contract. Okay. Yeah. Then we go to the saddest uh, part of all of everything. <laughs> but it was, yeah. sad. it was sad for two reasons. One, the content, but then also the lack of content. Yeah. Yeah, and this is Indy Hartwell is just sad because Dexter's gone. Like, the, and Duke's still there, Duke Hudson, and he goes to, like, embrace her and kiss her. She just love her, like, crying and being like, no. Um, she says, oh, hell no, oh, hell and he no. says, you She's, wish. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, well, keep in mind, you know, that both Persia and Dexter are gone. Oh, I know, I know, yeah. Yeah, so, so he's lost Persia, she's lost Dexter. Was there, like, and, did I somehow yeah. miss or forget, like, some sort There was never a goodbye thing. There was never a divorce. There was never... Nope. nope. They were just released. That's horrible. That yeah. makes me really sad. I don't like that. I yeah. don't like that at all. And then we have Fallon Henley on a horse named mm-hmm. Luna, who is super... The Danny horse Luna. is really cute. Yes, named Danny Luna. Um, Her hair not, is not I'm green. I'm not implying Danny Luna... I'm not implying Danny Luna is a horse, just that the horse's name is Danny Luna. Yes. Um, and yeah. she enjoys getting rowdy with Briggs and Jensen, and I was like, oh, those are their names. <laughs> yeah. I will forget them. I will forget them before we even review the next match. Yes. Um, yes. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, but it's nothing like riding a horse. She's talking about how the family had to sell the, like, the ranch that she grew up on in her small town, but she made the family keep Luna. Um, and Luna's gonna see her in, like, become something about the championship match in the breakout tournament, so. Yeah. Well, what happens is whoever wins the t- the breakout tournament gets a, gets contract. a title shot. Against- yeah, well, they get a, a, a contract, they get a, a shot against Mandy. Okay, cool. Yeah. So, cool. they already have contracts with NXT, but they're getting a contract um, that they will get a title shot whenever they want one. That's cool. Presumably against Manny, Mandy's, which is why I think either Nikita Lyons or Roxanne Perez will win it. Yeah, that tracks. In, fa- in fact, I think that if, honestly, I think if, if anyone but those two are in the finals, then they've booked it wrong. Yeah. I'd like to see so, Cora Jade somehow win everything, but that's not going to happen. Yeah, Cora Jade's been in there for too long, so she won't be in it. Yeah. Um. So we now get Nikita Lyons and Cora Jade versus Lash Legend because we haven't seen enough of her. And Natalia. like, why was like this actually the Lash Legend week? It just she was everywhere, and I like I would like check my email. Like I'm always very <laughs> involved, but I'm just like no. And I even tried a couple of times to be like, okay, this time maybe I'll understand why she's so prominent. No, I have I have no idea. I don't think I don't think. I, I literally don't see a single positive about Lash Legend. Like, it'd, it'd be cool if she, like, played a basketball player and, like, spun a fucking ball on her finger when she came in, but that would be it. You know? I don't get yeah, it. Yeah, no, like, she she can't talk, she can barely wrestle. I think, like, she's tall, and that's it. Yeah. 
you know. I also can't imagine, every- like, as, like, as someone who played basketball, like, I get that you're not in the WNBA anymore, but, like, her nails are so long. How could you ever, like, go and, like, actually, like, wrestle with nails like that? No idea. No idea. Yeah. But, um, so, um, yeah, so I... I enjoyed um, three-fourths of this match. Whenever Lash was not in the ring, I was enjoying it. Whenever Lash was in there, I was like, oof. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. You know. Like, I mean, at one point when she got on top of, of Nikita Lyons and was doing those fucking, those shitty fucking punches. Yeah. Like, you're not even hitting somewhere that looks believable at all. Yeah. I will like, say that my just... favorite part of this match was, like, of course, I love seeing Cora Jade because she's so little and so strong um, and so, like, badass. But my favorite thing was probably seeing Nikita and Natalia because it's yeah. this young new breakout star who is comparable in size but maybe in future talent to a legend. Yeah. You know? So that I think was she's actually cool. bigger than Natalia, actually. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, um, and so, and I do like, I do like that they both did their finishers on, uh, on Lash to, to win. So, yeah. where Nikita did the, uh, the, the Clam Slam, which is not the real name, but until she comes up with a name, that's what we're gonna call it. That's so and, gross. <laughs> and, um, <laughs> and, and Cora uh, did some, like, that, butt thing, whatever that move is. Well, it's a, it's a senton. Oh, okay, yes. I thought it was somehow different. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, and then we get a Tatum Paxley promo where she's showing off her powerlifting. Yeah, and she talks about her, like, her visual- visualization and how that's basically, like, made her who she is and how, where she's, how she's gotten where she has gotten and how she's going to visualize winning the tournament so that, because everything she visualizes comes to fruition. And she, and she uh, makes it a metaphor with having to deal with weights because in powerlifting, it's just you and the weight, it's mental, it's physical. No matter what the like weight is, she's gonna be able to pick it up. And I mean, that's cool. I mean, this is I, I saw this before I saw her match with Ivy Nile, and I was just like, okay, Tatum. But I'm like, okay, she could do this. Yeah. And so we also get um, Gigi uh, Dolan and JC Jane at the beach going through um, what is literally the most terrifying thing, like nightmare fuel. Every time I go to the beach, that could happen to me. <laughs> of losing your shoes well having someone go through your shit while you're in the water oh okay like having some like uh, so wendy chu is there with roxanne perez and i and i love that wendy is still in the fucking shark onesie <laughs> it's hilarious it's so good on a it's, beach in florida in like she must be florida. sweating profusely <laughs> and i do like that like they're making roxanne perez like attached to wendy chu already um and of course yeah. like roxanne being like being like i should be training for the breakout tournament and wendy's like no this is training <laughs> <laughs> and they go through all their shit and they take their shoes and their car keys and that's my worst yeah. fucking nightmare is <laughs> to like every time i'm at the beach i'm like i could keep swimming but i like look at where my shit is and make sure there's no one there. Not like I could swim back in time before someone runs off with my shit, but it's just a second. Like yeah. It's a, yeah. So the worst nightmare. Well, the warning for you is if you ever see anyone in the shark onesie, that's when you know to panic. Yeah. Apparently like out of the water. <laughs> yes. <laughs> out of the water. Yeah. 
it was also, it was cute. I'm, not, I'm I'm just gonna say, holy shit, Gigi! Whoa, um, damn. Uh, <laughs> yes. <laughs> it was over exaggerated, but it was perfect for toxic attraction. I also do love that Gigi managed to sneak in a dude. Where's my car? Yeah, she did. <laughs> it's so, one of the first movies uh, I ever rented at Blockbuster. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then finally, another Alba Fire promo where apparently um, Kaylee Ray is the crow now. So she's setting like the ground on fire and stuff. And so. It okay. just, like, I understand rebirth. It's just completely unnecessary. Like, this whole, like, it's Kaylee Ray. Like, it's not like she was doing anything wrong. I don't get it. It's Vince. It's yeah. Vince and his weird decree that no one can use their real names anymore. It's so dumb. You know. Yeah. So, you know, at, at least at least he didn't do, like, the theory and riddle thing where he made her lose everything but her last name, where she just becomes, like, Ray. Right. Or even worse, if she just became K, because then that just makes it seem mm-hmm. like no one gives a shit about her. Okay. All right. You know, who's wrestling? K. You know. Yeah. <laughs> so. But that was the, uh, the week in women's wrestling. It was. We're late. We're busy. It happens. You know. Um, yeah. The other thing of note was also on the pay-per-view, uh, where, uh, Rhea Ripley, uh, interfered in the match with AJ Styles and Edge. And so Rhea Ripley is now part of the Judgment Day. So we will be covering that next week. Um, so, and as I said, at the uh, pay-per-view, um, really good match between Ronda and um, Which I will watch. I Charlotte. again want to apologize again to Charles and the listeners. My life has been something ridiculous yeah. this week, especially. And the, um, I will watch it and maybe comment on it in next week. But yes. Yeah, so... Anyway, everyone, uh, Chelsea, where can pe- uh, what was your match of the week? Match of the week. I really liked, um, I, it was going to be the, like, six-woman, like, tag team thing, but I really liked Mako and Isla Dawn. Um, I really liked seeing mm-hmm. the different lighting. I liked that there was brooms and chairs and fog, oh my, and, um, and... <laughs> I I really think that they were both incredible. Of course, like, the missing element was bringing out the other trinkets, but that doesn't detract from the fact that, like, they followed through on the storyline that I've been waiting for, despite Isla not winning the title. Um, Yeah, I really like that. Yeah. I'm going to give it to a match that I hated the ending to, but I enjoyed the match up until then, and it's Britt Baker and Jamie Hayter versus Tony Storm and Ruby Riot. I'm sorry, Ruby Soho. Yes. Yeah. yeah, I very much enjoyed this match. Um, and honestly, this is what they should be doing instead of these awful, awful fucking segments where they just... It, it's like a bad episode of Hee Haw or some shit normally. But, like, mm-hmm. this is this is why I like them. All four of them are great. Yeah, Had a are. shitty roll-up ending, but otherwise I... I was It was great to see Tony Storm and Ruby, and Ruby Soho doing their thing. And, uh, yeah. you know, and Jamie Hayter is also pretty... It's very interesting that Jamie Hayter um, turned down an NXT UK contract because she really? was offered, hmm. yeah, um, to work in AEW because um, she wanted to basically work in the states. So that's why she said no to it because she was kind of like, "I've already done England, so I I've want to uh, come work in the states." Yeah, but um, huh. but yeah, um, and who is your wrestler of the week? Okay, so I have two honorable mentions. And they are Tony okay. Storm and Liv Morgan because they both got to finish matches. 
Um, and I feel like they deserve that very much. Um, but I, I want to give it to Sasha Banks for coming back to wrestling. Um, <laughs> and maybe this will be motivation for her to continue to be a wrestler. Because um, <laughs> she was she was astounding. She was great. And she yeah, she, I loved it. I loved it. Um, uh, I just hope that she keeps it up because when I first like came into watching wrestling, she was just everything. Like, mm-hmm. and then there was this period of her where we just like we stopped caring, and I, I that's gone now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm gonna give it to Isla Dawn. Yes, because she this was just a very like I said she went from someone who were like man, she really needs more character to some probably the best character work in all of wrestling right now. hmm Yeah. You know, and this was, even though I wish, even though she didn't, she didn't win, I thought she won in our hearts. She and, won in um, our, I really thought she was going to take it. Yeah. So, as I said, the only thing I can think of is that maybe either her contract's up or she's going to uh, NXT because yeah. there's no other reason for her to lose this. Yeah. Yeah. You know. Um, but yeah, yeah, that's uh those were our um our match and wrestler of the week. Chelsea, where can people find you? You can find me watching the Charlotte and Rhonda fucking pay-per-view <laughs> out of guilt and and desire. Um no, you can find me you can find me at Chelsea.lesage on Instagram. And where can they find you, Charles? Uh they can find me at Charles.d.lincoln um on Instagram. Yes, and you can find us together. Together. At um, yeah. uh, CL Squared Productions on YouTube, Facebook, and Instagram. And then we're also on the yes. Twitter. We're on the Twitter. And Twitter, yes. Which, uh, owned, yeah. owned by... Is, is, does Elon Musk own it yet? I, th- I don't know. Probably. Mm. <laughs> I think he does. But our Twitter is um, beyond Z as in... Zinc. Bell. B-E-L-L-E. <laughs> I know, I'm like, you're going over there to the other, like, device, and I'm like, he's looking up a Z word. He's looking up a Z word. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, so beyond Z, Bell, with an E at the end. And, yeah, thank you guys for listening. Sorry we're late. Um, oh, oh, I, I, I did want to just briefly mention um, that I forgot about... Um, that mm-hmm. Mia Yim has now um, rejoined the Impact uh, r- roster. Cool. Um, but unfortunately, only as a short-term contract. So yeah, which is ridiculous. All I can say is that is why we aren't watching Impact anymore. Because if they keep having people come in for like three months and mm-hmm. then disappear, there's no reason to get inv- invested in these people. They lost the inspiration. Mickey James is not there anymore. Mm-hmm. They lost. Uh, Lady Frost is not there anymore. Yeah, it's like, ridiculous. I mean, I you know, as much as I love Diana and Rosemary and 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 Tasha Steeles, there's only so many times I can see them fight each other. Mm-hmm. And Jordan Grace too. You know, and that's like, our issue with Impact right now. So do better, and we'll cover you. That's it. Yeah, I would. I would love to be covering Impact, but they need more people. And every time they get more people, they only let them sign for three months, so they all leave. And then also the like, like the design, the lighting design, and sound design, and all of oh, that. Yeah. Like, there's a lot of work to be done. You know, where are you going? Yeah. She's like, you're talking about Impact. I'm leaving. <laughs> also, also, I just want to have a brief moment of silence for the Champ Champ Challenge because uh, 
Deanna Prazo is no longer a champ champ. In fact, she is no longer just a champ. She has no titles right now. Wow. Are we actually giving the, a moment uh, of silence? <laughs> yep, yep. She lost the uh, the Ring of Honor title to um, uh, to uh, Mercedes Martinez, and she lost the uh, Reina de Reinas title to uh, Taya Valkyrie. There you Which, go. That's, that's the moment thing. of silence. <laughs> that's another thing. Taya is Taya is the AAA champion. So yeah. she could change. How do champ. we know Taya? But you no, but you know what I'm saying. How do we know Taya is not going to leave in three months yeah. and just wrestle in AAA permanently? Yeah. So you know, uh, Impact. You have to do better with your visuals, and you also have to keep refreshing your fucking roster. Yeah, like care about the people like, who like have wanted to work for you for their entire lives. Yeah, like, Jesus, man. You know, like I said, I feel bad for, like, Jordan Grace and Tasha. And, and I'm sure Tasha won't be there forever. Yeah. If there's, if there's, any, if there's any people I look at the rock, like, I think Jordan Grace will probably be there for, for a long time. Rosemary will probably never leave. But can you tell me Tasha Steeles won't, won't leave if AEW or WWE call her tomorrow? No, like, she, you know? she's an opportunist in the best way. And she and she's talked about how much she wants to wrestle Sasha Banks, how she wants to wrestle Britt Baker. And like, you know, like, I, I, I really think that, like, they need to start, like, really building up their women's division more because otherwise they're going to lose people like Tasha Steeles. And who knows if she'll bring Savannah Evans with her. And I mean, the only reason Havoc's there is because they found, like, racist texts that I mean, uh, tweets that she had made, like, you know, when she was like 20. Otherwise. Wow. They canceled they canceled her NXT um uh tryout because of that. But yeah. Havoc but ha- Havoc had a, an NXT tryout, so she would have even been leaving. So, you know, uh, you guys you you can't build a federation if it's just gonna be like four people. Mm-hmm. You know, like the the, the knockouts locker room at, at certain points has been the best women's division in the world. And it's not going to be unless you guys do something about that. So yes, and listen to Charles. Uh, yeah, I mean, you know, one final thing I'll say. I mean, Candice LeRae's uh, NXT contract ran out um, two weeks ago. So you know, uh, she's right there, guys. <laughs> yeah. You know, so just saying. But anyway, um, that's my little uh, post. Uh, my little post uh, in outro rant. And, outro. Uh, I've never heard you. the word outro. I like that. Really? Yeah, I've never heard that. I've seen it. I used to see it on like musical notation all the time. I have. Well, I we definitely like professionally did different kinds of music. <laughs> true. True. So, <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yes. But all right, everybody. Um, I want to thank you for listening. And, I know. Uh, we will. We have a ridiculously huge amount of women's wrestling to talk about next week. I'm as much of a pain in the ass as it is for me to edit. I'm super excited that there's almost an hour of women's wrestling from just NXT. That's awesome. Yeah, like and and Raw had 35 minutes and Rhea Ripley's out there as part of like a a 15 minute promo with Edge and Damian Priest. Oh, my God, I'm so excited. And then she has a match. (laughs) Nice. And then she gets involved in Damien Priest's match. It's like... That's so cool. I, I love that they're doing all that. So, you know, 
awesome. we'll see you next week. Yeah, we'll see you for like probably an extra long episode because I'll also give you my opinions on the matches that I missed. But yeah. Yes, Alrighty, everybody. Oh, yeah. All right. All right. Bye. Bye, everyone. <laughs>